You are listening to yet another one of the fine members of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more of the member shows over at techpodcasts.com. That's actually the new theme song for this show. Uh, big thanks to Ryan Hara for coming up with that and for actually agreeing to come here today. If we could get another big round of applause. So he came up with the original song in GarageBand, and uh, when he heard I was doing this live show, he agreed to actually come out here. He's from this area, actually. So he agreed to come out here with his band and perform the song that he had written in GarageBand. So, uh, so again, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for the theme song, and thank you for coming here today. I really appreciate that. I'm Aaron Salome, and I really appreciate everybody coming out today. And, uh, and everybody, of course, that's listening at home. Uh, we are currently at the New Media Expo here in Las Vegas. And uh, this is actually our first live show ever. I actually, I should probably point out, for the people who are listening at home right now, uh, we were telling people at the door here, because, you know, this is only our fourth episode of this show. And so I guarantee, you know, if you went up to anybody and said, hey, uh, do you want to come to a, a live taping of the Tech Today podcast? They're going to say, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> right? Okay. That just, that just proved my point right there. But we were telling people at the door, we said, hey, we're filming a live uh, technology show. You know, uh, do you want to be in the audience? And we had a shitload of people say yeah. And I really appreciate all you people coming here today. Now, how many, how many of you actually thought you were coming to a taping of a, uh, I guess, better known tech podcast, uh, like <laughs> Dignation? <laughs> how many... <laughs> Well, we're going to make this worth your while. This is going to be a better time than Dignation, okay? All right. Well, um, I, I'd first like to start off by saying uh, the New Media Expo, so much going on here. For those of you who really don't know about the New Media Expo, uh, what it's all about is it's pretty much online video and audio content is the main focus of this expo here. I mean, this is, this is the future of our of our show. This is like the E3 of podcasting, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the things we were seeing out there on the show floor. All right, let's get started with uh, Wizard Media Player. Has anybody seen the Wizard Media Player out there? Wizard Media is here. They've been demoing it out on the show floor all this week. Uh, this is actually pretty exciting. I, I'm really interested in this. 
the Wizard Media Player, it's a, it's a video player. It allows you to embed video imported from an RSS feed on websites, blogs, and social media networks. Um, you, know, you know, Facebook, Twitter, any, any one of those things. You know, it, it has a menu. You can click download, subscribe. You can look at all the episodes. You can look at the info for the episode. You can share it with other people. All in one window. Um, all on a website. You don't, there's nothing to download, you know. It's all right there. You know, it makes it simple as hell, uh, which is really, really great for video podcasters. Uh, just to stick everything all in one box and everybody has access to it, which is really great. And, uh, and I, I think this is, this is going to be big. Uh, I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot of people using this in the future. And I, I really think people should be using this in the future. This is really a premium product. I'm really excited about this. And it's completely customizable too. You can do a lot to this, uh, you know, right down to the small details like changing colors and things like that. But you can also look at audience behavior statistics, uh, look at which episodes they're viewing the most, and all these little things that podcasters need and want uh, in a piece of software like this. So I'm really excited. Uh, I was excited to be to be using it out on the show floor to get a good look at it, and uh, I really think this is going to be the future of where podcasting. You're going to see a lot of this out on the net uh, once this actually gets out there. So this is this is part of the future of podcasting right here. You need everything all in one spot uh, for your viewers to to get a good look at. You can't have everything all over the place. You can't tell people, you know, well check out the website and from there. You know, that'll link you to my, you know, to the videos, and you can't have that. You need everything all in one spot, and this really helps helps to get that point across. Um, so I'm really excited about seeing this. Did, did anybody have a chance to preview this out on the show floor? A few of you, so, so you do know what I'm talking about. Uh, before you leave this expo, I would recommend... Uh, checking that out if you're if you're a podcaster if you're into podcasting I would definitely recommend going to check that out uh, because this is something that you may want to implement on your own site so, uh, so definitely check that out definitely excited about that and, uh, and let's move on here all right before I, I get into the next thing of interest here at the show I just want to say whoa Oh man! It's <laughs> can we get some help from this guy? Oh, I I apologize to people back at home who are listening to this right now. Uh, <laughs> we just had uh, a member of our, our audience throw up all over the floor here. Holy! Christ. Yeah, can we <laughs> can we get some? Uh, okay. All right. All right. Now let's get into the real meat of the show. We got a uh, we got a few big stories here today, um, and I just had to get these out to you guys. First of all, the Pirate Bay is now seeing a massive boost in Italian traffic. Uh, in case you guys are unaware, Italy just decided to block access to the Pirate Bay. Uh, possibly one of the worst moves 
of all time. Because as it turns out, banning them has seemed to have done them a favor. Uh, it turns out that I guess the Pirate Bay was never particularly big in Italy. And now that they're banned over there, now everybody wants to see what the big deal is. So they're all heading over to the Pirate Bay. But here's the thing with the Pirate Bay. Uh, torrents, not all torrents are bad. I mean, we've gone through this so many times. Not everybody's linking to illegal stuff. You know, I, I, could, I could put a torrent together all, of all my Tech Today episodes up until now and throw them up on the Pirate Bay, and that's not illegal. Uh, so the big thing is Italy should not have banned the Pirate Bay uh, strictly because the Pirate Bay technically isn't doing anything illegal. Uh, they are hosting a torrent site, and as far as they're concerned, uh, I know it's kind of a gray area, but as far as they're concerned, they're not actually hosting the illegal files, so they're not actually doing anything illegal. Um, on one hand, I can see where Italy's coming from. On the other hand, they definitely made a big mistake. They should not have blocked access to the Pirate Bay. And who's to say that if they've now blocked access to the Pirate Bay, who's to say that they won't start blocking access to other sites? That's what the big, that's what the big point of this story is. Uh, you know, they blocked the Pirate Bay, but who's to say that they won't start blocking other websites? So I think we need to stop countries like Italy, or, or people that think like Italy anyway, uh, who think that they can start to block and ban sites on the internet, is flat out wrong. And I hope you guys all agree with me, do you? <laughs> Alright, so at least I'm not the only one who thinks this way. So now to flip to the other side of the coin, we were just talking about the, uh, the Pirate Bay. Now we're going to have to talk about the RIAA. This is the kind of story that I love to hear. Anytime I see one of these stories, I always click on it and I have to read it. Apparently, the RIAA has just had to pay $107,951 to an alleged file sharer. I love it. I love it. The RIAA has had such a long history of going after uh, alleged file sharers. Some of these people, they bring the court and they find out, oh, whoops, they actually weren't file sharers after all. Um, and some of the people have actually had to pay the RIAA, and it's a damn shame. The RIAA should finally be put to rest. Uh, and I don't know if we're ever going to see that happen, but hopefully somewhere along the line, I, I hold out hope for the fact that someday the RIAA is going to go down and it's going to go down in flames. But for now anyway, they're sticking around and they're still suing people left and right. Thank you. This is the kind of stuff that I love to hear. Uh, you know, every story that you hear about that deals with the RIAA and a file sharer, they always compare it to like a David and Goliath battle. Um, the RIAA has endless endless amounts of money and resources that they can just pour into lawyers. So when you hear a story like this where the RIAA ends up losing the case, you know that they had to have had the shittiest case on the planet, right? I mean, for them to, to have so much money and to afford these top-notch lawyers, you know that their case had to have been shit for them to have lost, right? So this is the kind of thing that I love to hear. And it's too bad that we don't hear of more cases like this. These days, all you hear on the TV are about the cases that they've won. 
that's all they want to get out. You know, they don't want to, they don't want people hearing, oh, the RIA lost another case today. They want you to hear, yeah, we kicked another file sharer's act. You know what I'm saying? That's all you see on TV, all you read in the papers. It's all about the RIA winning their cases. So I love when I come across a story like this. We don't see enough of them, and, uh, and hopefully there's a lot more of them to come, because uh, I cannot stand the RIAA. Well, this next story is a bit of a sad one. This is the kind of stuff that I don't like to hear about. It turns out that the USA is falling further and further behind on broadband speeds. And, and this is something that, that we always hear. Every once in a while, we hear something about the US's broadband speeds and how they are lacking compared to the rest of the world. It turns out we're now in 15th place um, when it comes to international broadband speeds. Overall, it turns out, the median broadband user in the United States is getting about 2.3 megabytes per second. And that compares horribly with the rest of the world, especially when you consider that some of the industrialized Asian, Asian nations actually have 63 megabytes per second. That is amazing. Korea even has 49 megabytes per second. And, uh, and when you consider some of the European nations, while they're not quite as fast as some of the Asian nations, uh, they're getting 7.6 megabytes per second now. Uh, so they're definitely, everybody's doing a lot better, it seems, than the United States. And the worst part is broadband growth in the United States is so sluggish that it really doesn't seem like there's going to be any change coming in the near future. But there is some good news. This very last story of today's episode is some actually very good news. USB 3.0 is getting ready to make its debut. Apparently we're going to be seeing demonstrations of USB 3.0 at, uh, at IDF in San Francisco next week. I'm going to be there. Uh, is anybody in the audience going to be there? A couple of you. Well, if you're there, I'm not sure what day right now, but if you are there, um, we're actually going to be doing another live show. What you just heard was an abbreviated version of Tech Today's first live show at the New Media Expo. I want to thank everybody who came out and made the show a success, and we're going to work on the details of our next live show at IDF. As we get more details about that, we'll let you know where and when that live show is going to take place. I also want to let you all know that we will be doing a live show from the show floor at Macworld, so stay tuned for that, and, uh, and if you're in the area, please come out. I think it's going to be a great time. Before I go, I just want to ask you all to keep the emails coming in, and I would also invite you to head on over to our website, uh, the blog, actually, for this show, thenewtechtoday.blogspot.com, and fill out the survey that we now have. Uh, we kind of want to want to make this podcast more focused on what the audience wants. So if you'd be kind enough to go over to the website and just uh, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you should see a big banner um, that will let you access that survey. It's quick, takes less than a minute. Uh, we just want to get a uh, get kind of an overview of what our listeners want, and uh, we can we can help shape the show into something that our listeners really look forward to hearing each week. So I would really appreciate it if you headed over there and took that short survey. Um, until next time, I'm Aaron Salome. Thanks for listening.